0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your Raw Review. This is your Raw Review for March 7th, 2022. By the time this comes out, WWE 2K22 will be live and ready to go as well. I know some people have been able to cheat the system and uh, (laughs) be playing for the last couple of days. Um, It's been nice to see a lot of people talking about the game and how much fun they're having with it. And how it's uh, a significant step forward from WWE 2K20, which makes me very happy because I pre ordered this a long time ago. And I'm very happy to be able to start playing with this thing. It'll be a lot of fun, a lot of grid wrestlers to make. Very excited for showcase mode, very excited for diving back into universe mode um i will dabble with my gm it really wasn't my thing back in the day but i'll give it a shot my faction should be interesting the whole card collection thing should be fun um personally i do like the fact that it's an offline mode and not an online mode because people will just buy all those my uh, all those microtransactions and get that vc and get all those super classes and It loses its fun real quick it's the main reason why a lot of people don't like madden anymore because everything is the ultimate team and nobody really likes that anymore so this will be a lot of fun i have a feeling i'm about to pour hundreds of hours into this game when i have the chance because you know when you have two jobs you work uh (laughs) towards a degree it's it kind of takes a lot of your time away but that some of that spare time i will be enjoying this game but That will be in about 45 minutes or so from now, as I'm recording this Monday evening after Raw. But let's talk Raw itself. Another good show. We are well on our way to WrestleMania. We got about three weeks left and some good stuff tonight. We had uh, some more... WrestleMania matches adjusted. We had a a challenge at the end of the show. We have a brand new inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame class of 2022. Now, I know a lot of people were a little upset um, that somebody else besides Undertaker would go in, but this name, this name deserves it. We will get to that a little later, later on in the podcast, but... This show kicked off tonight with the triple threat tag team match for the Raw women, uh, the, the RAW Tag Team's champion. Oh, my God. This match, first of all, they did it correctly. They had one member from each team in the ring at the same time. So it was a true triple threat match, and this match was insane. It went almost 50 minutes I kid you not. Almost the first hour was dedicated to this match. There was like five or six commercial breaks in between it. But when you were watching this, every person had a moment and it was just wonderful. We also bear witness to what I think personally is the third best RKO I've ever seen. (laughs) Chad Gable was on the top rope. He goes to do a moonsault and Randy caught him on his way down and hit him with the RKO. The moment was insane. The crowd exploded. Twitter exploded. I was just like, what the hell did I just see? The only ones personally I believe are better than that are the uh, one with Evan Bourne and the one with um, Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Those are the only two I would probably put better than this one. But, oh, my God, was it insane? The best part about this whole thing? RK bro wins back the Raw Tag Team Championships. And in doing so, put themselves on a direct path to WrestleMania. I would assume this is going to be a rematch for the titles. However, there are some other teams out there that can stake some claims, like the Street Profits, who've recently beaten RK Bro. So, who knows? But they do an interview afterwards, and Randy says for the 20-plus years he's been in the business, He hasn't had as much fun in the ring as he is right now with Riddle. He called Riddle his friend, and he said that he's probably the only friend that he has in in the wrestling business right now, which makes a lot of sense, number one. Number two, it also makes me a little fearful for Riddle, but I digress. (laughs) So fantastic first hour, and the rest of the show was pretty good as well. It didn't feel like a time suck, which sometimes Raw could be. Um, the last time I looked up after this match, it was 1045. And I was like, wow, okay, this day, this night has flown. This is good. So after that, we had a 24-7 championship m- match as Dana Brooke took on Tamina, uh, obviously with Reggie and Akira Tazawa out there as well. They went over the whole kiss angles that they've been doing. And it's just, it's the soap opera aspect of the show. So it is what it is. Um, well, Tamina out here with some new music. Uh, a little surprise. She's had her old music forever. Um, Dana does end up retaining her title, uh, and it looks like Tamina and Akira Dazawa are still having a little bit of a lovers' quarrel, I guess. Um, but it is that whatever. <laughs> After that, we had uh, what the, what they were calling a homecoming for the Miz and Logan Paul and they, they amped up the city and everybody's all excited and they're cheering and everything else. And then they introduce Jerry, the King Lawler to come out. Lawler comes out and states that he would love to have WrestleMania in the city of Cleveland. He thinks that'd be great. Obviously the crowd love that. They're all excited for it. Miz is just like, "Eh, no, (laughs) no, So, honestly, once this segment was over, I just kind of looked at my television and go, what were what, what we trying to accomplish here? Besides the obvious of getting more heat on The Miz and Logan Paul. Like, was that it? There was, it just seemed like a pointless segment. And it was, I don't know, it was just weird. It was just weird. Uh, moving forward, we had a tag team match between the Dirty Dogs and Tommaso Ciampa and the debuting NXT champion, Braun Breaker. Braun already with those AR graphics coming out, and this man looks like he's ready already for the main roster. They did an interview in the back before with Braun and Ciampa, and Braun didn't skip a beat. It was just ridiculous. I loved it. Um, Braun ends up getting the pin on Dolph. To get his first victory on Raw. And Dolph made the interesting comments is that that's fine. Congratulations, kid. You got one over on the Dirty Dogs here on Raw. But tomorrow night on NXT, Roadblock, the triple threat match for the NXT championship between uh, Braun Breaker, Dolph Ziggler, and Braun's partner, Tommaso Chava. That's going to steal the show. Yes, no pun intended when it comes to Dolph with stealing the show, but you know what I'm trying to get at. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, they did a, a new WWE 2K22 commercial um, talking about, you know, the game being live and all the wrestlers and all the developers and everybody that are running towards this one couch where this guy is playing the game. And uh, it was a really cool commercial. It actually gave me chills. Um, I'm trying not to be a shill here for this, but it's just seeing every, excuse me seeing everything that I've seen so far about the game. It's given me a lot of hope. Um, 2K19 was a fantastic game for what it was. I loved playing it. I played it up until literally the day I pre-ordered uh, 2K22. So it's, uh, I played it for about no, maybe the last month or so. I haven't played it, but it was a great game. 2K20, obviously, we all know how much of a dumpster fire that game was. I didn't even touch it. I didn't even bother wasting a penny on it. And I'm glad I didn't because I would have been probably really aggravated with all the problems that it was having. But I know they've taken out some features that people are upset about. Um, I know the biggest one is has been the advanced entrances. And I get it. That's, that's a little annoying. It's nice to be able to fine-tune things. But if that was creating a lot of problems, which is what I've heard uh, with 2K20, they they removed it. And it eliminated a lot of the bugs that they were having for 2K21, so uh, 2K22, sorry. So I'm like, all right, that's fine. That's that, whatever. You can add that back in once they have more time to break it down, figure out what happened to it, and implement it back into the system. But it's going to be good. I'm excited for it. But then again, that's talking about the game. Let's get back to the show. Getting off off uh, off script here with my my little tangents about this game. (laughs) Um, We then had a match next with Omos taking on Apollo Cruz. And I'm telling you, I understand they're trying to make Omos look like a giant. And he is, he's over seven foot tall, but the camera tonight was literally on the floor looking up at him. Like, like I get it. The man's tall, but come on, stop it. Meanwhile, once Omos gets to the ring, he dominates Apollo. And sets up a nice little stare down between himself and Commander Aziz. And I forgot that these men are pretty much closer the same might. So that could be a nice little underrated battle. I know we really haven't seen much from Aziz in the ring. Uh, I believe I saw something that Omos has more wins this year than Aziz has had matches in his career. I think Aziz has been with the company for six plus years now. So, I mean, that might tell you something. It was also a nice Raw Underground reunion between the two. For those of you who remember Raw Review, Omos was the bouncer for the club, and Aziz was one of the ones that destroyed people inside the club. So, shout out to Raw, Raw Underground. It was a good time, even though it only lasted a few weeks. <laughs> After that, we heard from Edge, and yeah, yeah. Um, This is a new Edge. It's not the Rated R Superstar. It's not even like it's it's not brood Edge. It's not even debuting Edge when he was hanging out at the, you know, in the in the alleyways and whatnot. This is like evil, like main boss Edge man comes out with a suit and opened up shirt, which I thought was a tie completely threw me off. The blue lighting was also weird uh i don't know if it's a mock at aj styles or if it's just what they're trying to portray him as um but the whole thing was fantastic uh if you guys have a chance to go back and listen to edge uh do his promo for this you need to go do it because literally this man cannot miss when it comes to having amazing promos so I know that AJ has been, is out now with a major contusion on his neck after the multiple concertos from Edge. Obviously it's going to lead to a heroic return probably the Raw before WrestleMania leading into the show. Um, not that I haven't seen that coming, but still I think it's, it's pretty cool. So you can focus on Edge, let him continue to go, and then AJ is just going to bust out and just go nuts. It's going to be great. So after the triple threat match for the tag titles, uh, KO obviously distraught because him and Seth were so set on winning the championships and being able to go to Raw, uh, go to WrestleMania as champions. So, KO had come up with an idea of possibly finding his path to WrestleMania. Seth, on the other hand, took a completely different turn and has once again turned into a mute. Uh, it reminded me of when he was still with Murphy, and he would he walked down to the ring that one day and just had his hair all puffed out, and, and it was he didn't say anything. And I'm thinking to myself, man, is this man gonna put people's eyes out again? Like, should Ray Mysterio be worried? Like, what's going on here? But I'm sure that'll lead up to something at WrestleMania as well, because not having Seth or KO on WrestleMania is a literal tragedy since those two have been some of the best stuff on raw in the last couple of months Uh, after that. We had a women's tag match uh, with Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan taking on the Raw. I'm taking on the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions Carmella and Zelina Vega. If Rhea Ripley and Liv won this match, they would be added to the match at WrestleMania uh, with Carmella, Zelinda Vega currently taking on Naomi and Sasha Banks. And lo and behold, due to an untimely distraction by Corey Graves. Uh, Carmella not paying attention, Zelina gets pretty much taken advantage of, and Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan win the match, and now are added to that title match. So I like the fact that more teams are getting shots at the title. I also like the fact that we have one team from Raw and one team from SmackDown challenging the WWE tag team or women's tag team champions. So we'll see which side gets the win there. After that, we had a match between the new United States champion, Finn Balor, taking on Austin Theory. They started going over the Austin Theory-Pat McAfee match that will be happening on WrestleMania Sunday. And I'm, for me, I, I'm really looking forward to this match. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Pat's just ridiculous. Austin's really doing well for how, how young he is and... For how goofy he has been, the man knows what to do in the ring. Um, as for the match itself, it was going real great. And then, unfortunately, WWE has got a WWE. And uh, Damian Priest showed up, attacked Finn, caused the DQ, and then he continues to take Finn out. Obviously, this will be leading to a WrestleMania match between those two for the U.S. title. It's understandable. Austin, though, of course, has to get his selfies in. So he attacks Finn Balor after the match, gets his selfies, and then moves on his merry way. Now, I spoke of a new member to the WWE Hall of Fame, and it's time, it's time, it's Vader time. So happy that the Mastodon will finally be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. This is long overdue. I hate the fact that, unfortunately, He's passed away, so he's not going to be able to be there to talk, uh, to make his speech. I'm assuming his son probably will in his stead, Um, but well-deserved. I loved Vader growing up as a kid, especially being a bigger kid and watching Vader do these things that he did. It was just it was cool. It was really, really cool to see. So I'm looking forward to seeing that speech uh, and seeing what happens there. Uh, and then we heard from Kevin Owens once again. He said that he had a plan and that he wanted to drop a bombshell at the end of the show, uh, because he was able to f- potentially find his new path to WrestleMania. So he gets in the ring and he says that since he has to go to the dump of uh, named Texas, he should have the biggest Kevin Owens show that he could possibly have but he obviously needs to do it with a native Texan. So he ended up talking about a few different Texans that he eliminated for various reasons and then got down to the meat and potatoes of this whole thing and flat out just challenges stone cold Steve Austin to be on the Kevin Owens show KO saying that he'll drop a stunner on, on stone cold that people will talk about for eons to come. So, whether this turns into an actual match or just a fight or whatever, the fact that Kevin Owens and Stone Cold Steve Austin have the possibility of being in the same ring at the same time, I'm, yep, yeah, I'm completely sold on that and I'm ready to go. <laughs> so, that, my friends, was Monday Night Raw. Like I said, a good show. We are closing in quickly on wrestlemania definitely on that good road to wrestlemania um but guys if you don't already please follow us on twitter at above the ring you can find us on facebook on instagram and on youtube as well as above the ring you can find myself pretty much everywhere at Scotty J Stream, and you can find this podcast on basically every podcasting platform that is out there. If you guys are listening to a podcast platform that we're not a part of, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. That way, you can do all your one-stop podcast shopping and add a little Bedlam to your day from Above the Ring. Again, my name is Scott. I'm the man behind the Twitter of Bedlam uh, of Wow of Above the Ring. Uh, I am Vince's voice of reason, the Notre Damas of professional wrestling, and currently leading the at Studios heavyweight championship tournament, getting my victory last night on AEW Revolution. Looking forward to closing up shop at WrestleMania night one and night two. And taking a dominant victory over my friends at uh, Back to the Ring and my co host, Sam the SLB. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I truly appreciate it as always. Most importantly, though, do not forget to ship it and join the bet. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill.